It's When It Work Monday, but I'm guessing you may not be listening to this on Monday. You might wait until Tuesday because today is the 4th of July. It is Independence Day here in the United States. I know some of you are listening around the world, but we're uh, we're kicked back today, taking a day off from work. Most people are, but we're we're recording today. We're we're throwing some stuff out there for you because we're we're trying to help you get better at work. Like we talked about last week, we we started our smart leadership journey here as we go into these next few weeks. Last week we we talked about being grounded in reality, and this week we're gonna. We're going to give you this content. Uh, I know, again, some of you will be listening tomorrow, or I guess it'll be today when you're listening now, but I'm glad you joined us here for Chasing Greatness. This is the podcast where we try to help you win at work, beginning of the week, midweek. We're going to we're gonna do some stuff. This week, I'm excited. We're, we're going to take a little bit of a different look at what it means to win at home, and then on Friday, we got some win at life stuff that will build on a couple things we've done these last few weeks, so... Thanks for joining us. Uh, you, you're continuing to help us grow the channel. If you've not left a thumbs up or a like there, I, I hope you'll do that for us today. And also hope you'll leave a comment if you have one about what we're talking about today. I think this is really important as you think about your work. John Maxwell once said, your success will be determined by those closest to you. I've got a friend of mine who says, your, your, basically your friends will determine the quality and direction of your life. I think as we think about work, uh, the people closest to us really do have a lot to do with how well we're doing. Last week, we looked at our own selves when we we talked about um, assessing reality. It's it's the first choice that we make in this smart leadership idea. If you remember, and if you didn't get a chance to hear it, I'll just give you a quick review. Most of us find ourselves in, in what we labeled as quicksand when we did the work around smart leadership. Mark Miller wrote the book and we created all kind of content around it. And what we found was, as we talked to leaders around the world, so many of them are spinning their wheels. They're, they're in this proverbial quicksand. They find themselves in quicksand. We said that nobody gets in quicksand on purpose. But when we get there, we've got a couple of choices. We can, we can try to swim and, and survive. It's just exhausting when we do that. We can, we can literally die. We let our dreams die, our aspirations die, our teams die, the morale dies, our companies die, those kind of things. Or we can, we can get back to the high ground. And if, if you remember last week's episode, we said every leader has a superpower. It is their ability to choose. Every woman, every man, we have choice. We, we have the ability to choose our circumstances uh, I like I like the old quote. I've shared it before from Henry Cloud. He says, you are ridiculously in charge. And if you're in charge, you really are in charge. You do get to decide what goes on around you. And, and uh, if you didn't decide last week to check the mirror, to look in the mirror, how are you doing? Like, what's going on with you? I, I know so many times when, when there's a problem, I'm the problem. It's not the people around me are the problem. But But the question does... You know, once you once you look at yourself in the mirror and once you determine, are you leading well, the people around you really are going to determine your level of success. I think it starts with you defining what it is you're trying to do. But very quickly after that, if you're going to scale a business or grow a company or build a team, you're going to have to decide who's going with you and who's going to help you do what it is you're trying to accomplish. You have a vision that's bigger than yourself, I'm going to assume. And so you're going to need some people to help you do that. I got I got 
seven people that are trying to help me do what I'm trying to do, uh, I, I would never be able to do uh, nearly as much were it not for those closest to me. Uh, so thank you for the team there that that helps me with all my work and with Integrate. I'm grateful for all that they do. But I want to talk about who you have around your table today. Now think about the level of talent. We, we sometimes uh, use the sports world as a way to help us think about our leadership. I think it's a I think it's it's kind of easy to think about that because sports teams they either win or they lose and it's pretty measurable. There, there's there's so much there when we look at it uh that is true. But but when we come to talent, I think nowhere maybe does it appear uh, did it does it appear uh to be more real than in the sports world, but the business leaders I'm talking to everywhere they are struggling to find talented people. How do you do that? And and if you don't have the right people, I would even say exceptional people around you, you're going to have a hard time doing exceptional work. You're going to, if you've got acceptable people, you'll probably do acceptable work. If you've got mediocre people, probably going to get mediocre results. If you've got average people, expect average. But if you've got great people around you, uh, you're going you're to really do well. And that's our second best practice. Last week, if we're going to check the mirror, we're going to look at ourselves. Today, I want us to evaluate our team, and I want you to spend some time. Now, you may not have a big team. You may have a small team. You may not have a huge business. You may, you know, your deal may be kind of small, but it's still going to matter who do you have around you. And so that first question is, is who do, do you have the right people on your team? We always say the team with the best players, they're positioned to win. They don't always win, but they – they got a really good shot of winning. Uh, and so I, I, you know, I can't tell you who you need around your table or, or even who do you have the right people around your table, but I'll give you a couple of questions I think today that will help you evaluate that. And then I've got a few more questions I want to give you as you, as you think about becoming a, a leader who leads on the high ground, it's so much easier to stay on the high ground if we have the right people around us that are, that are literally on the ground making things happen. And so uh, here, here's a couple of questions that uh, that we that we had in the smart leadership book that Mark had in the book. Uh, I, I like these questions. Uh, they they really will help you evaluate here. So as you think about your situation, if you're going to chase greatness, do you have the right people? So here's question number one: If you needed to make a long term strategic decision that that's going to impact the organization or the team for years to come. Who are the five to seven people from your organization that you would want around your table? And my question on top of that would be, are those people sitting around your table all the time? Do you have conversations with them? As you, as you start thinking about who are the strategic thinkers in your organization, I'm going to make an assumption that they, they probably are around your table, but they may not be. And I would, I would challenge you to make sure that you're listening to the right people when you're having these conversations. All right, here's another question. Does your team uh, reflect a high level of diversity? And diver diversity, it, you can, there are diverse ways to think about diversity, but when you think about diversity, you have different perspectives and different backgrounds and uh, different you know, people around the table. Do they all look the same, sound the same? That's probably not going to help you uh, reach the world that we're that you, whatever your products are, you know, you, you got to have people that understand, uh, different mindsets. They grew up in different places. They, they, they have, um, different educational, they have different skill sets. Um, they, they have different abilities, all kind of things. And so 
diversity is something to think about. And then, and then I think the other question that you need to ask yourself is can the men and women on your team help your organization go where it needs to go? Again, let's go back to what is it you're trying to accomplish? And do the people around your, your table have the capabilities and, and even the personal capacity to help you create the future? If they don't, you're gonna have to make a. You're gonna have to make some decisions here, because if the people around you can't help you get where you're going, then you're just spinning your wheels. And and isn't that the definition of, of quicksand? It's just being stuck. And some of us we wonder why our organizations are not moving forward. It could be that we don't have the people around us to help us go where it is we need to go. And so that that's that's our that's our first little mindset here or first little question here is do you have the right people on your team all right i got a few other questions for you today uh, as you think about this does every member of of your team fully embrace the organizations and the team's purpose D does every member fully embrace the, the organization's purpose and the purpose of the team like why do you have a team and what is your organization trying to do and if you passed out index cards around the table and you ask the people on your team can you write down in, in a in a bullet point or in a sentence like what is the purpose of our organization and what is the purpose of our team i'm guessing that it would be all over the place if your organization is is like a lot of the organizations i talked to in, in the beginning they they don't have alignment because the leader you know again i want to look myself in the mirror have i created alignment with the people around me and if every person doesn't embrace a common purpose it's going to be really hard uh, for you to to uh, get done what it is you're trying to do. All right, here's here's another one. Does your team have a shared goal? It's it's a little bit down that same path. If, if I ask your team what's the number one goal of the team, would would they all say the same thing? If they don't, you don't have again, you don't have alignment, and and those goals can unify your team. They they they're going to help you create priorities. They're going to drive your strategy. They're going to they're going to tell you where resources need to go. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna ultimately improve your performance. But if you don't have goals and your team doesn't, you know, lock in and know what those goals are, it's gonna be really hard for you to to uh, find yourself where you really want to be. All right, here, here's here's a couple more. Uh, does your team have role clarity? I mean, absolute role clarity. Every single person is locked in. They know exactly what their role is. They know what your role is. It is not your job to do their job if you're the leader and it's not their job uh, to do your job. You, you, you are the leader. And you, and so somebody has got to lead. And so let me, let me just quickly here remind you that your role as a leader is to provide vision is to make sure the values are in place. You, you're the one who's going to have to land on. This is what our goal is going to be needs to be shared, but, but somebody's going to have to say, this is what we're doing. Somebody's going to have to, to make sure that we, align on what those core strategies are it's your job as a leader to provide resources for people you're you're an encourager to people you you should be investing in leaders all the time make sure they know what the boundaries are i mean i can say something about all these but it, as as a leader your role is to to do all those things and then to clarify the roles and and every person on your team deserves to know what your expectations are they deserve to know what it is they need to be doing and if they don't they're just going to wander around in ambiguity and it's that that's not going to get you to where you want to go. So, so your role, vision, values, boundaries, resources, 
strategies, all those kind of things, encouraging people, and then, and then to create role clarity. The, the leadership team's role, all the people around you, their role is, is to make sure that they take that vision that you provide to them and they cascade that throughout your organization. And if your leaders around your table are not helping you build in that vision to the, to the DNA, through the DNA of the organization, uh, then, then it's going to, it's going to drift at best and, and no organization drifts to greatness. It's, it's not going to happen. It's their job to enforce those core values. If, if they're established by the leader, the team is going to make sure that those values are respected and enforced. They're going to manage the day-to-day activities uh, I, I, you know, operations is depending on what your situation is. Uh, it's so important, and you've got to have people to help you implement those things. If you, if it's going to be bigger than you, uh, they're going to identify problems. They're going to solve problems. You know, there, there's sometimes there's two problems. There's the problem, and there's the people who are supposed to be solving the problems don't see the problem, or they don't feel empowered to solve the problem. You know, and and the leader sees all the problems, and the people around them don't. And so, you know, I, I'm just going to challenge you to make sure that your people have a. Uh, maybe we'll do something on problem solving here in a few weeks, but uh, we, we we've got you know some methods of of problem solving. You you. Sh- you should be identifying your biggest problem every week as a team, and, and they should be bringing it back and saying, here's, here's how we solve that. You want those problems going away. Uh, they're, they're training people, equipping people, working on engagement. They're developing next-generation leaders, You know, making sure accountability is in place. They're, they're, they're ultimately driving performance, or, or they're, they're making sure performance is going up, improving. So – their role clarity is so important here. Does your team have absolute role clarity? I'm guessing some of you listen to this, you're going, eh, I'm not real sure. I mean, we have job descriptions, but we stuck them in a drawer and we haven't really looked at them until the end of the year when we do a review. And, and that's not going to get you where you want to go. And so just, just want to push you here to make sure as a leader, you do everything you can to make sure the people around you have crystal clear, um, understanding of their role they have role clarity it's 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 huge um another thing i think we we need to be doing is is investing time strategically time on on building community does your team invest time strategically building community this idea of community uh, your team becomes a place where people really care about each other they love each other they serve each other they celebrate each other they know each other or or, is that a description of your team or is your team just kind of they're they're you know they have the same logos on their shirts but they don't really they don't really know each other you're leaving results on the table when we did our work on the team's content that we did what we discovered was this idea of community is it's 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 a differentiator between good teams and great teams the teams that get to the rare air of high performance to get up there to the you know the clouds so to speak to plant the flag on on the hill they really do care about each other and they're uh they're doing it together and so i you know again this is a if you're going to review your crew here do you have a a group of people that really care about each other and if you don't you're you're leaving some results on the table uh, a couple more questions here, and then and then we'll roll. But th- does your team have effective meetings focused on performance 
improvement, performance management. There's there's a difference in performance management, performance improvement, and, and what we would call, call information sharing. It's so many meetings I've been in in the past where we would just sit around a table and, and a leader would say, hey, tell me what you're working on, tell me what you're working on, tell me. That's just information sharing. That's not – not that there doesn't need to be some of that, but honestly – you know, looking at those goals, looking at strategy, solving real problems, building community, all those things are, are part of uh, performance management. And if you're going to, if you're going to build a great team, you're going to have to focus your meetings on performance improvement. And so I, I would encourage you to do that. And then one last thing I would, I would ask you here is, does your team have a scorecard that's going to guide your actions? That, that's going to help you know, are you winning at the end of the day? Your team is just like those sports teams. Your business, if your business is not getting better, if you're a teacher and your students aren't, you know, reaching the objectives that you have set out in the scope and sequence of the curriculum, if you're a if you if you are a you know a church, you ought to be reaching more people and and helping more people to um, to to experience transformation through what it is you're teaching. If you're if you're a nonprofit, you ought to be helping whatever the call. I mean, there ought to be progress being made here if we're really doing the work that we that we claim to be. You know, teams ought to be winning championships or ought to be ought to be striving to improve. Businesses, their profits ought to be going up. They ought to be developing more leaders, growing more people, and growing more business. I mean, however you want to think about that, but but we gotta have a scorecard that tells us whether we're whether we're winning or not. If 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 we're not sure right now it, it's possible that we need a scorecard in place that is driving our performance it's driving our meetings it's driving some of those things and if we get that in place it really gives us something to to evaluate against if we don't have that we're just sort of winging it and again no no organization drifts to greatness it, we're not going to wing our way to high performance it, it's we've got to behave our way to where we want to go and so as you think about this idea of confronting reality, that's what the banner was last week when we said smart choice number one is to confront reality. There's these two best practices. Last week we said let's check the mirror. Today let's review our crew. My big question for you is do you have the people around you that are going to help you get to where you're trying to go? If you don't, you're going to be frustrated. Your success, John Maxwell's right, your success ultimately is going to be determined by those closest to you. If you can get the right people around your table, you can lead them well, create role clarity, turn them loose, empower them to do what it is they're great at doing, you'll be well on your way uh, to greatness. It's, it's what we're chasing. We're trying to see how good we can be. Can we maximize our, our potential and our opportunity and can we help the people around us win as well? And I think if we do that, we can feel really good about it. So you go into a new week. It's it's not just a new week. We're starting the second half of the year. This is our, I guess, this is our first really work episode of this second half of 2022. Uh, I, I do this all the time. I probably shouldn't date this on the internet. But I, this will be relevant 25 years from now. These questions are going to be relevant for forever. It's, it's always going to be important for you to understand what it is you're trying to do and who it is you need around you to help you go where, you, where you're going. If you can get the right people, you can get the right crew around you, you can accomplish incredible things. I hope you and your team are locked in, ready to go on, on a great second half of the year. And it'll, it'll come back to your leadership. If you'll, 
If you'll make sure you lead them well, you'll you'll be well on your way. Your success is going to be determined by those closest to you. Let's make sure that we got the right crew so we can dominate what, what it is we're trying to do. All right, love you guys. We'll see you on Wednesday.